every goddamn body. Welcome to the greatest motherfucking show God ever created. This is the Dusty Smith Show, and I'm your host. Who the fuck else would I be? I'm Dusty Smith. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. As always, have an amazing program, because that's what we fucking do here. We do it every goddamn week, twice, Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. Central. Not Eastern, so be sure to join me. Tuning in live is the fun part, because you get to chat with the greatest audience in the history of YouTube. I love you guys. You're amazing. You guys always kill me in the chats. Lots of really funny people. I go back after every show, and I uh, read all the chats. I mute myself, because I'm annoying. But I read what you guys have to say. On double speed, of course. But it's cool. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Being the bizzo. Fuck yeah, big bugs. Since the pores are saying over here. Best show in town. You ain't ever lied. What else? Pores. Yep, all the pores. The pores is my loving name I give to all of you who can't donate money to me. For shame. But at least you donated your time, which is the most important thing you have. So I am rich. We're all rich together. Infinity Dusty. I know. Dusty within Dusty within Dusty. Super cool. Is Dusty still an atheist? Yes, Dusty is still an atheist. I just don't associate with the atheist community because they are garbage. And also, I really, really want simulation theory to be true. And if simulation theory is true, then there's not like a traditional god, as we might think about a religion, but whatever programmed the simulation, probably an AI, that would be some form of god, I guess. Not that I believe in that. I don't believe in it. I just hope it's true. So there's a difference. Dusty hates God. I don't hate God. Uh, you can't hate something that you don't believe in. I don't hate the Easter Bunny. I don't hate Santa Claus. I don't hate the Tooth Fairy. That would be very stupid. Um, master debaters. Hell yeah, we're going to talk about a little debate, bro, at the beginning of the show. Uh, I'll get into it in just a second. What else you guys got to say? I'm poor, but I donate. Peter, you're one of the good ones. You're a hero. A hero to the show. Demigod. Hell yeah, I am not uh, the god. I am just a god. Demigod. All right, folks, if you love my show and you goddamn oughta, you should donate to me on Patreon, patreon.com, podcast. There's a link in the description of this video to my Patreon account, like a dollar to a month, whatever you can afford. I produce a lot of free content. Everything I do is free. I don't make money off ads because my channel has been self-demonetized for the last five years. The only way I make money on the show is through the patrons and through the super chats. So, like, if you love me and you love what I do, please consider supporting it. I can use all the support I get. A lot of the money goes to the Human Society of Animal Sanctuary, I can say it, which uh, we rescue little dogs and cats and give them forever homes and make them fat. No cats in here tonight, though. No kitty party tonight. I failed. I did not get the uh, show together in time to have a kitty party tonight, but next week, I promise next week, it's all good. And also, Super Chats, the life one of the show is the Super Chats. No questions dodged. Every question answered. Sometimes I don't see your Super Chats, and I'm sorry. I'm a failure, but I try I try to read every super chat if I can. And Scott McGregor, $10. Thank you, Scott. I'll take your Canadian funny money. Okay, Drew. Found out a fun fact. The brand name is transgender. <laughs> Did you guys hear about the uh, number one winning female Jeopardy champion of all time? We're going to talk about that, too, in the heroes section. A super cool transgender lady. Makeup queen, 1989. Very generous makeup queen. Hero so far tonight. Good to see you. Mortis558, love you and the kitties, Dusty. Hey, everybody loves you. Thank you, Hero Mortis, for supporting the show. Who's saying bye-bye? Yeah, I know, right? Going to leave me because the kitty party is the only thing you showed up for. Whatever. Oh, Jordan Powers donates to me on Patreon. Jordan Powers is a hero. Showing your power, Jordan Powers. Yeah, uh, it's hard to have a doggy party because the dogs don't usually come in this particular room because there's lots of cats in here. 
I need to go out there and film the dogs separately, though, eventually, because uh, they are also fat and very spoiled. They have their own super cool room in there, and it's like they got their own, like, gas heater. They just, like, chill in there. They're all fat as fuck. Good evening, Dusty. Good evening, Zabuka. How you doing? All right, let's go ahead and start the show. Got to get it going. It might be a short show or not. I don't know. Let's see how long it takes to get through all this bullshit. So, uh, first off, folks, you remember that show I did, uh, like, four or five days ago where one of the topics was, uh, the hell was that guy's name that died of COVID? Um, the guy from, uh, <laughs> damn it. let me just click on it. Help my brain remember. Anyway, it was uh, Bob Saget. Remember Bob Saget died? This show right here. Saget's death sparks conspiracies. Peterson spreads uh, bull bullshit again. Uh, so anyway, apparently, according to YouTube, I spread self-harm in that video. They claimed that I was threatening to kill myself. Me. Me threatening to kill myself. Motherfuckers, I can assure you, I am never killing myself. My life is amazing. I'm very happy. Like, if I am not happy, what chance do the rest of the world have? Because my life's fucking awesome. So they were like, uh, yeah, dude, we're removing your video. And then they sent me an email telling me not to kill myself. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube sent me an automated email telling me not to kill myself. They said, hi there. We're reaching out because members of the YouTube community, including fellow creators, which ones? Viewers, who? Or staff, which ones? Are worried about your safety or or well-being after coming across content you posted with references to or actual suicide or self-harm behavior. The fuck you talking about? No, you didn't. I never tried to kill myself. Not seriously. I don't think I did it as a joke, but definitely not seriously. It's not uncommon to turn to suicidal thinking. It's very uncommon for me to turn to suicidal thinking because I'm not suicidal or self-harm as ways to cope with painful emotions. I don't have emotions. I'm a robot. Talking to someone can help you process these emotions as well as get through a difficult time. And then they give me a whole bunch of links to talk to people, but none of them are to talk to anybody at fucking YouTube because I'd have been like, hey, I'm not suicidal. Put my goddamn video up. And like I said, I have no suicidal tendencies, but if I did... Removing a two-hour show that I worked super fucking hard on for no goddamn reason at all. That definitely doesn't help, YouTube. Okay? And, uh, like, some people are like, hey, this is a good thing they're doing this. They might have, like, missed on you. But it's good. Like, if they find videos where people are threatening to kill themselves, they send them a little, hey, we love you. But, like, it's automated. What kind of suicidal person is going to look at this automated bullshit and think they really cared about? I certainly didn't feel that way. I'm like, hey, look, robots messaging me. Ooh, I feel so loved by the robots. No, you don't. Fuck that. But anyway, folks, they put the show back up because I complained. I got on the uh, Twitters and I was like, Team YouTube, I'm not suicidal. You better correct this goddamn situation. They did it. They corrected it. So cool. I am happy. At least they fucking listened for goddamn once. Some troll who probably accused you in live chat of being a grifter reporter. You dust. Yeah, like he would go through and they report my shows for everything. Half of them are demonetized. They try to get me, you know, uh, blocked. Whatever. Keep trying, fuckos. I'm never going to quit. Sex bots are okay. I'm a fan of sex bots. My blowjob machine. I don't even use my blowjob machine anymore. But when I did, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, I would be so confused if this guy said to me, I was confused. I knew exactly what the fuck's going on. Bots. YouTube is run by fucking bots. There's no humans there, really. They give a shit about you. And so, uh. The bot's reaching out to me. They're really worried about my well-being. So, and then, next up. So, you guys know who Thought Slime is? 
Thought Slime is a uh, left-wing content creator. He does good work. I like Thought Slime. Seems like a pretty nice guy. Well, apparently he got into some kind of argument with uh, Xander Hall, which is another left-wing content creator, debate bro guy. Um, I don't even know what they're arguing about. I, I stay out of the drama. <laughs> I stay out of the drama, of course. Dusty, not about drama. Uh, but apparently... Thought Slime said something that I believe is untrue about Xander Hall. He said some kind of comment. There's a rumor going around that at one point Xander Hall was trying to create a sex cult or something. I think it's more of the online. He's like in his 20s and he's like semi-popular on YouTube. And like everybody who's young tries to use their clout to get women on YouTube. That's just the way it is. So I don't think he was just trying to set up a sex cult. I think he was just trying to get chicks, right? Not that I know. I don't know like the ins and outs, but that's what I think happened. You guys can correct me about that if that's uh, if I'm wrong about that. But I think that's what happened. So anyway, um, everybody in the dog came out of the woodwork to defend Xander Hall for this libelous, slanderous claim that was made against him from Thought Slime. And I was going to stay out of it. But uh, my friend L, who I play uh, New World with every day, she was like, Nah, nah, I want to point out the the, uh, the hypocrisy of this because the same exact guy they're defending, Xander Hall, slandered you, Dusty, over a year and a half ago. He said something that was provably false and nobody came to your defense. None of these people that came to Xander Hall's defense, none of these people like Vosh and Demon Mama, all these people who are making videos or commenting about this situation, defending Xander Hall and shitting on Thought Slime, zero percent of them had shit to say to Xander Hall about slandering me live. So L was pointing out the hypocrisy. If you're not in their clique, if you're not part of their little group, they don't give a fuck about you. They're hypocrites. So let's play what uh, Xander Hall said about me a year and a half ago. And he left this video up for a year and a half. Has been seen by 30,000 people. Enlightening. I've started to see a lot more um, uh, things coming out over time. Wait, didn't Dusty film pornos or something? That's actually not true, Emily. Not true. Do you want to know what? Do you want to know what Cult of Dusty did that involved porn? What Cult of Dusty did was he stole monetized porn from sex workers back in the day, uploaded it to his own website, and then monetized it. He stole the labor and profited off of the stolen labor of sex workers and made money off of it. And, and he became a millionaire from it. And then he was so irresponsible with his money, he blew it all, and um, and now he's poor. Or at least, yeah, he's pretty fucking poor. Like, you know, he's not making much money off his stuff anymore. Um, he literally was stealing the uh, labor of sex workers, and that's how he got uh, uh, famous. Enlightening. So then he wanted to call me, like, the biggest piece of shit scumbag who ever lived for doing this. Only one problem! That's literally the opposite of what the fuck happened. And so uh, he put up this video to advertise a debate we had. So then I was like uh, debating him and I called him out for lying. And this is what was said about it. Vector. We have God people writing questions. Yeah, no problem. I do want to talk to you. Hopefully we can start out talking about that video you made about me a couple of days ago. Yeah, sure. Um, you started it out and like, I think it was completely fair starting it out shitting on me for drunk drunkenly talking trash about you that was totally fair but then like you uh you accuse me of being the worst fucking scum in the world because i stole from sex workers and made a million dollars off of it 
And, yeah, uh, so that's so people, literally the opposite of the truth. So uh, people on what, Twitter what? were sending me clips of you talking about how you'd essentially managed to monetize. You you made like a website or something where you managed to monetize uh, through ad revenue, paid uh, like pornography that was behind a paywall you managed to re-upload it with ads and you got really rich off of it and you talked about how you spent your money very friv frivolously and you no, were rich back in the day didn't happen not, not what i said at all i actually wrote a book on this called the adult autopilot it's been freely available in the public domain for six years it explains exactly how i made my money and uh it's exactly the opposite of what you said i actually made most of my money through uh my pay sites which had all licensed material and also i worked as an affiliate for sites like browsers and stuff, which was all completely legal. So my work over the years in porn sites, I actually paid sex workers, thousands of sex workers. I helped employ them and pay them. So it was literally the exact opposite of what you said. So like, I hope after this conversation, you might take that video down because uh, that's really not that cool, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, yeah, if it's not true, I, I don't, I'm not very strong on, on like the, belief that you stole from sex workers because i don't know all that much about it all i know is but what you, people have sent me you made a video that said i did and then you called me the worst fucking scum ever over it so you seem pretty confident and you you know and yeah i mean if people sure are sending me your audience, if people are sending so. me video clips and screenshots saying that you like made a website where you monetized like paywalled uh, uh content from sex workers then that that's kind of a shitty thing to do but if you didn't do it yeah, then i'll i'll, yeah, I'll walk that, that back been, that would have been a shitty thing you could have just asked me though and so anyway, uh, he says, yeah, I'll take it down. So instead, what he did was he privated this debate we had and he left the video where he accused me of stealing from sex workers up for a year and a half until today. Today, he finally removed the video. We're going to get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, which is way worse than anything Thought Slime did. And so today uh, I called him out for this. I called out the hypocrisy. Hey, all you guys uh, who are... Standing for Zan, he did worse to me, and you never said any fucking thing about it whatsoever, right? Um, so finally, he apologized and he took it down. But it's clear the only reason he really apologized is because uh, I caught him out for it. It has been up for a year and a half, and he hasn't taken it down. And I brought it to his attention multiple times, and he never took it down. So the only reason he took it down today, it's not because he was sorry or apologetic for it. It's because they're demanding that thought slime give him an apology and he knows that this makes him look like an incredible fucking hypocrite to have done this and so now he's finally doing something about it so uh i said the video where he lies about me and attempts to destroy my reputation is still up by the way the video where we debated and i corrected him on this and he agreed to remove the video uh, has been set to private not a single word from any of the people complaining about thought slime so he was like you wanted me to take the video down yeah, motherfucker, I told you on the goddamn debate, I just showed everybody that I wanted you to take the video down. And I also talked to you in public about this back in November of 2020, where I specifically showed you the evidence from my book that I wasn't stealing anything and asked you to take the video down. So I don't know why you're pretending like you didn't know. Just silly as shit. 
So anyway, now everybody's uh, kissing Xander Hall's ass because he apologized. See, that's how you do it. Xander Hall's a real man that can apologize. The only reason he's apologizing because he got called out for it because he know he's a hypocrite if he fucking does it. Let that shit up for a year and a half. He don't give a fuck about me. He don't give a fuck about lying about me. They're in a goddamn clique together and all that matters to them is slandering anybody that dares comes out and speak against the clique. And I was talking shit about Shoe on Head so he had to stand for Shoe on Head. Didn't, have, didn't matter what the fuck he said about me. Didn't matter if it was true or not. All that mattered is it made me look bad. It hurt my reputation. That's all they give a shit about because that's the way fucking clicks work. That's why all the same people who stand for him or speak out against Stalt Slime didn't speak up for me because I'm not in that goddamn click. Just be honest about it, all right? It's transparent as fuck. Now, Zenithal may be better now. I have no idea. But like the fact that he left that video up for a year and a fucking half and privated the fucking debate we had for a year and a half where nobody could see it doesn't make me want to like him very much. But anyway, he did apologize, he said, today after all this he got caught out. Speaking of apologies, I actually want to say sorry to Cult of Dusty One. A year or so back, he and I got into a Twitter argument and people sent me info claiming he had stolen and resold sex workers' content. I repeated these claims, but they aren't true. You did more than repeat them. You called me like the worst fucking scum on earth. And you called me, you know, you did a lot of things. But anyway, so they finally after calling them out for it today, released the debate video that has been hidden for a year and a half. The debate they did not want you to see, folks. Finally, I have a copy of it. I uploaded it to my uh, alternative YouTube channel, Progressive Talk Live channel. So if you guys want to watch that, there's a link on it to, on my uh, YouTube. Not my YouTube, my uh, Twitter. My Twitter account, Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One. Uh, maybe I'll put the link in um, the description of this video. When I'm done with it. But anyway, if you guys want to watch that, it's uh, the debate between me and him. First, he deleted 600 comments on it that said that he lost the debate. And then he privated it, never to be seen again. There's actually like 90 minutes of him interviewing Shoe on Head, an exclusive interview. And somehow that got memory held too at this. So uh, anyway, if any of you guys want to watch that, it's now available. You guys can check that out. And uh, let's see, anything else I want to say about this? I think that's it. All right, cool. So what you guys got to say about it, and I'm going to go ahead and kick off the show. It's enough of me ranting and raving about my goddamn Twitter and YouTube dramas. Drama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. How reasonable and cool. I know, right? Uh, dude, free gallery sending traffic to uh, subscription sites. Duh. Yeah, it's not that complicated. You basically sign up for affiliate sites like Brazzers, who legally give you access uh, to use their content because you're advertising for them. You send them subscribers that sign up for their pay sites and they make money and you make a little bit of the money too. All the six workers gets paid. You get paid. Nobody's getting stolen from. Nothing is illegal. Oh, very, very fucking simple. But what you going to do? It wasn't about that. It's about slandering my name. Like I said, that video was up for a year and a fucking half. And constantly I have people shitting on me about that, which is why I constantly message him. And I was like, hey, could you remove this? Crickets. Crickets. Hey, could you put our debate back up where people could see that I corrected you on this, and you agree to take it down? Crickets, crickets. So they are fucking hypocrites. They don't actually give a shit. It's very clear and obvious, but you guys keep sucking that stupid-ass dick. The whole fucking thing is ridiculous. All you guys are so stupid and silly to me. Um, what else? We got to say, cool, 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 yep. Mm. He got an oral fixation. I did notice that me and uh, Xander now have the same e-cig. This e-cig's way too much e-cig for me, though. I can barely even fucking hit the goddamn thing. I'm a pussy when it comes to e-sick. Uh, clickbait, pretty, fu pretty funny. Xander Hall still sucks. 
I don't know. I ain't paying much attention to him anymore. I don't have much of a reason to like the kid after how he fucking treated me. Like, go slander me for a goddamn year and a half and not goddamn correct the record or do shit about it until you're called out for your hypocrisy in public and then be like, oh, okay, sorry. Nah, fuck that shit. Uh, anyway. Let's take the super chat. E, what's up? E's back. Good to see E. How you doing tonight? Hero to the show. Personal friend of mine, E. Just here to say hi. Sorry to have to miss the show tonight. You miss every show, E. It's a good thing you give me money, so I forgive you. Love you, E. Rocket, six nine two three ten dollars Thank you, Rocket. Appreciate it. Free thinking secularists. Then away in your pants. It's through the pocket. Put this there. Hell yeah. Let's get close to my junk that way. Hey, Dusty. I'm a musician who makes unique lo-fi songs with theatrical cartoony twists. I can make fun micro-themes for your segments. All right, cool. I'm not sure I'll use them, though. Like, I, I hate to, like, uh, turn down free art and stuff. People make me, like, transitions from my different segments all the time. Like, cool-looking pictures and stuff. But... The thing is, the lo-fi, like me using text files and singing, that's sort of part of the charm of the show. It's supposed to be like a, like I'm not trying too hard, so I do that on purpose. It's what makes the show cool, in my opinion. But I do appreciate it. Thank you. Poor's no more. What up, Grio? Became a member of the Riches. Hell yeah. Mad Haver. Became a Dust Buddy. Hell yeah. The Dust Buddies are $2.99 a month, and you get customized emojis to spend the chat with. So uh, do it. Get all kinds of cool shit. Hell yeah. Choose life, Dusty. I will. I will. Don't worry, YouTube. Never going to kill myself. Ain't going to worry about that. Dusty, thanks for the great content. I'm a mail carrier, so I ration and hoard it to listen to it while on my route, while giggling like an idiot. Logic, hey. I appreciate that. I enjoy the thought of you delivering mail. Listen to me. Good to see you not Russian jackal. $5 from Juto. Thank you, $5, Juto. Why is there a white M&M? I feel so. Why is there a white M&M? I feel so oppressed. I know, right? When's diversity going to reach the white man? Welch rebooted. What's up, Welch? Give me five dollars. Appreciate it. All right. Anything else pop up? Nope. Cool, cool, cool. Appreciate it. Love you guys. All right. Let's kick off some Shud Watch. Wrote a song about it. If you know the words, feel free to sing along. Go something like Shud Watch. Talking about Shud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Yeah, I didn't kill it. I didn't kill it tonight. Oh, well, can't kill it every night. First off, on the Judd Watch, this ain't fucking it. God damn it, Dusty. First off, on the Judd Watch, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson gone fucking nuts. Even more nutty than he used to be. Now he's just going full-on white supremacist. Ain't hide it no more. He used to be like, I'm not political. Now he's spreading every right-wing white supremacist talking point he can think of. So, of course, he mad. That they think about making Eldris Abba, James Bond. You know, sexy ass fucking Eldris Abba. Look at this motherfucker. Look at Eldris Abba. Would you look at him? This God man, Eldris Abba. British, sexy ass Eldris Abba. Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't give a fuck. I ain't gay. I would do Eldris Abba. So, uh, yeah. He seems like he'd make a great James Bond. Like, literally, who gives a fuck? If there's a market for it, that's all goddamn movies care about, right? It's what there's a market for. And uh, he's been in all kinds of shit. Seemed like a good choice to me. Or, if you're Jordan Peterson, the free market will have its revenge on all forced woke narratives. That's right. I can't believe you're having a black man be James Bond. You can't do that. That's a forced woke narrative. And we're going to have our revenge on you. This motherfucker want to... Wonder why he's compared to goddamn Red Skull, the Nazi super fucking villain. Just crazy as shit. So, uh, 
Yeah. Surprise! This uh, bastion of masculinity, Jordan Peterson, can't handle a black James Bond. Dude, just going out there, being racist as shit. Like, even other members of his stupid intellectual dark web clique are trying to call him out on it. Here's uh, Chloe S. Uh, Valdare saying, uh, this isn't wokeness, though. What are you talking about, Jordan Peterson? Well, well, Chloe, uh, he a racist. He a giant fucking right-wing racist, and he's spreading racism. Might not want to follow this guy there, Chloe. And uh, I pointed you guys out this on the last show where he resigned from his position as a psychology professor in his Canadian university, and he blamed it all on diversity. He was like, yeah, straight white men can't get jobs anymore because they're giving all the jobs to the darkies. He didn't say darkies, but that's what he meant. To the minorities, they're giving it all the minorities, and I'm training these straight white males, but what, what what am I wasting my time for? They had no chance of getting jobs because they're not black or brown or women, so I have to quit, which is complete bullshit. I showed you guys the statistics. White men still make up the majority of psychologists. Uh, Women still underrepresented. Minorities still highly underrepresented in the psychology community. So just bullshit, right? Just lies. Same people continuously telling you to don't blame other people for your problems. Don't play the victim. Continuously blaming other people for their problems. So, oh my God, it's so depressing. Never have heroes, folks. Lauren M. Krauss has decided to jump in and praise Jordan Peterson for spreading his white supremacist talking points. Yeah, here's Lawrence M. Krauss. Read Jordan Peterson's remarkable essay outlining why he's resigning from his tenured professorship. I did read it. I read it to other people, and he blamed it on diversity, Lawrence Krauss. Blink, 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 blink. Just ridiculous. God damn it. That's why somebody asked me earlier if I'm still an atheist. Like, technically, yes. But this is why I have nothing to fucking do with the atheist community. They've become goddamn racist fucking trash. Racist, sexist, the most vile scum. So disappointed, fucking Lauren Krauss. And then, of course, (laughs) uh, during Jordan Peterson's little uh, diatribe, he quotes Vladimir Putin, to which Lawrence says, a brilliant excoriation of die, which is a diversity and equity diversity, inclusion, equity at universities and beyond. And a fascinating quote from Vladimir Putin about the current obsession with die of the West. Oh yeah. Should we all be listening to Vladimir Putin on what his opinion of the West is? Should we be taking Vladimir Putin's advice on what should be, we should be doing in America? You know, he, he couldn't possibly have any like alternative plans or anything. Could he? No, no, I'm pretty sure Vladimir Putin is straight up there. Lawrence Krauss. Just what the fuck? What happened? What the fuck happened? Just sad as shit. And uh, then, of course, he immediately got booked on Joe Rogan. Yep. Joe Rogan just had uh, James Lindsay on to lie about CRT. The same exact person, James Lindsay, who admitted they're just trying to lump any talk of uh, racism, any teaching of historical oppression of black folks. They're just going to lump it all together under the label CRT and poison the well and make people scared to teach it, make it illegal to even teach the history of racism in this country, which is 100% white supremacy. That's how you maintain white supremacy. That's a white supremacy narrative. That's a white supremacy talking point, which is exactly why Joe Rogan had him on there. So, of course, Joe Rogan's immediately going to have Jordan Peterson on there 
to whine about how black folks are taking all of white folks' jobs. So the martyr he is, he has to quit. He has no choice, of course. Not his fault. Not his responsibility. Not No responsibility taken whatsoever. No agency. He just got to be a martyr. Quit. So here he is uh, wearing some kind of tuxedo to Joe Rogan. I don't know. And so, yeah, he was on Joe Rogan today. Totally normal. Looking totally normal. Uh, your pants don't fit, dude. You need some longer pants, Jordan Peterson. What is going on, dude? And a uh, little stubby-ass uh, Toe Rogan over here. So Toe Rogan has become like the largest bullhorn in the world. The largest megaphone in the world for white supremacist talking points these days. And don't give a fuck. He'll sit up there and be like, it's unfair. That they can say everybody who spreads white supremacy talking points is somehow... Leading you to the alt-right. You are, Joe. You are. That's why you continuously get your dick sucked by all these right-wingers today. Like uh, The Blaze. The Blaze putting out pro-Joe Rogan propaganda now. Who's shocked about that? We'll get there. But uh, speaking of white supremacists, do you know they're going door-to-door now like Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah, watch this crazy shit. Can I help you? Good afternoon. Uh, we are white nationalists, and we're going around uh, hoping to talk to people about something white people in the United States. Hope just to have a few minutes to talk about that. Did you say you're a white nationalist? <laughs> we're not interested. Yeah, Thank fuck you. off immediately. Ma'am, do you think we can leave a, a flyer for you? No. Get the fuck out of my property. Thanks for your time. No, not thanks for your time. Fuck you and die. Okay? Could you stand right there for a second? I'm going to come out and... Uh, never mind, I can't say that. I'll get banned if I say that. So, violence is wrong. <sighs> and uh, did you guys hear about Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, came out and said, Yeah, Donald Trump once told me that if one of my kids had to go to prison, make sure it's Don Jr. and not Ivanka. Holy shit, there's some loyalty for you. Of course, we all know he's got a thing for Ivanka, like he wants to fuck his daughter. We know that's true. He's like, admitted it. Hey, if she weren't my daughter, I'd be dating her. Look how sexy my daughter is. Just creepy as fuck. This orange goon. And uh, he said, the reason I want you to do that is because Don Jr. could handle it better. Um, Dude, Ivanka, in my opinion, would handle jail way better than Don Jr., I think female prison is probably less tough than uh, male prison. And uh, this is your son, dude. This is the guy you claim could handle prison. Folks, this is not a parody. This is not a joke. This is real life. Let me replay this. Look at this shit. Can't put Joe Biden in the same room as someone. He might uh, let one rip. Guys, Joe Biden is what stands between us and a nuclear-capable China. Joe Biden is the guy they're going to call at 3 in the morning if there's a serious crisis with Russia. Man, they accuse Joe Biden of having Alzheimer's, but he doesn't slur his words as bad as Don Jr. does. And the crazy part is, there are millions of Americans who want this guy to be president. They want Trump to have a line of secession from Trump to this guy to Barron Trump every step of the way. They want all of Trump's kids 
to be president. This is why no other country should ever take us seriously. That's why they should. They don't. We are a laughing stock of the fucking world. Because who's to say this guy won't be president? Donald Trump was president. Who's to say the fucking idiots in this country won't become apathetic towards whatever the Democrats put forth as a candidate and elect this motherfucker? It could absolutely happen because we are goddamn clowns. This country's a clown car. And uh, speaking of which, here's Newt Gingrich threatening Democrats who are trying to investigate what happened on January 6th. You remember when they tried to overthrow our government, overturn the will of the people and install a dictator as president? Yeah. Well, now he's telling the people that are investigating, hey, if you keep investigating it, once we're in power, we're going to put you all in prison. Yeah. Nothing terrifying about this at all, is there? You're going to have a Republican majority in the House and a Republican majority in the Senate. And all these people who've been so tough and so mean and so nasty are going to be delivered subpoenas for every document, every conversation, every tweet, every email, uh, because I think it's clear that this, these are people who are literally just running over the law, pursuing innocent people, causing them to spend thousands and thousands of dollars in legal fees for no justification. And it's basically a lynch mob. And unfortunately, the Attorney General of the United States has joined that lynch mob and is totally misusing the FBI. And I think when you have a Republican Congress, this is all going to come crashing down and the wolves are going to find out that they're now sheep and they're the ones who are, in fact, going to, I think, face a real risk of jail uh, for the kind of laws they're breaking. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna- I dare you investigate our treason. Who gives a shit if we try to pull off a coup? Let us get away with it or you're going to jail. Just, yep, authoritarianism right in your fucking face, naked corruption. But conservatives don't give a fuck. And uh, finish it up. Last one on Chud Watch. Comedian, and I, I wish I had bigger fingers to quote harder. Comedian Jim Brewer's back. And uh, sorry to think this dude might have some mental issues, yo. He's gone full Q conspiratist. Let's have a listen. Now. Now. I don't know what's up with these bug eye glasses either. I guess he's trying to cover up the bags under his eyes. Now you look sort of better with it. Now, I'm telling you people, when you see this, it's a very special club. You had to be indoctrinated to get that club. When you see black eyes, that's a club. You have to be indoctrinated by that club. Now, I went to Las Vegas with my daughter we went to, I want to say the Araya, the Araya Hotel. In there is a Lady Gaga like display, like a mini museum. Oh no, not Lady Gaga. My daughter's like, oh my God, Lady Gaga, so cool. The first thing I see are skin boots, human skin uh. boots. Then there's a video of her doing the whole thing like this. Then there's meat dress that when you play the lighting a certain way, it goes all different colors. There you go. That's the meat dress of Lady Gaga. Now, you ain't telling me she joined a special creepy 
demonic club. And when these people are finally put in that category, the demons that are pulling their strings put them on the highest, highest ladder <laughs> to become popular, to sway everyone totally. in the wrong direction. Oh, no. It's been a classic move since the beginning of time. Roman Empire, it goes oh, on and on. Right, folks, the demons, they're the ones who made Lady Gaga famous. I mean, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, don't all artists do shit like this where they try to do really extreme things to get attention, like wear goofy-ass meat suits and... Uh, She's actually really talented, has an amazing voice, and that's probably what led to her becoming famous. Nope! Demons! It's demons, folks! Jim Brewer said it! It's gotta be true. That dude's just trustworthy as fuck. And that's my chud watch. Let's hit the super chats and move on. Hit the like button, everybody. Do me a favor, hit the like button. Takes just a second. It's easy to do. Doesn't cost you anything. Do it. Uh, Matt the Trucker and Jim Spoffer became dust buddies. Hell yeah! You guys rock. You upgraded your membership. You rock even harder there, Gemma. Proto, I forgot Zan did that too. By the way, he thinks that 2016 is going to happen because woke scolds. Oh, God. They're showing that woke scold bullshit. They're just determined to help conservatives spread their stupid fucking narratives. Why don't these guys just say SJW? It's kind of cowardly because they know that if they say SJW, they'll be made fun of. They had to change the language. They can say the exact same thing, get away with the exact same fucking grift that they always have. Hey, and it works, folks. Xander Hall has four times the Twitter followers I have. Because this is how you play the game. People like Demon Mob and Vosh, the other like popular streamers who continuously shout these people out or defend them. They let people know that they exist, where they can go subscribe to their Twitter and their YouTube pages. And those that are not in the click don't get the same love. Like no one defended me when Xander was shitting on me. So I didn't get the same like attention. Say so people like, Dusty, why is your shit not as published as it used to be? Because I don't play the fucking game. Gemma Spofford. And Lemonade Bay, hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for coming, Dust Buddies. Dusty, I support CRT and also critical religious theory. Religion has had its hand in legal structures over the years. Religion fails, too. I know, right? And attacks the churches. Peterson is in a racism to the bottom. He's just going mask off now. Not even trying to hide it. Screw Xander, that weasel, and that liar thought slime. Fake and false idols. You, you're the real deal, Dusty, forever. Hey, I appreciate it, but, like, I am also very flawed. Do not put me on a pedestal. I will only disappoint you. Nazik Hook, forgiven. Appreciate it, Nazik. Good to see you. Rocket. $10 already said that. All right, cool. More Super Chats, please, if you want to. If you're able, hit the like button, everybody. Do it, do it, do it to it. And next up, got to do a little shit about COVID. Still real, yo. Still killing, folks. It's still bad. Don't listen to Bill Maher, but... Corona. I didn't do that right at all. Whatever, whatever. Fuck y'all. Fuck everything about this show. Shh. It's a good thing no one watches this anyway. Bill Maher! Getting all the love from the right-wing shithead websites. The Blaze! Got him as their new darling. He taking the Joe Rogan route. Because that's where the money's at, folks, these days, I guess. Becoming a reactionary. Comedian television host Bill Maher questioned the usefulness of COVID-19 booster shots during an interview with Deadline and said that he will not be getting one. Some people who have been fully vaccinated and received a booster shot have still tested positive for the illness. I know, right? It's still, it's almost like it's not guaranteed you won't catch it. 
It's like wearing a seatbelt doesn't guarantee you won't die in a car crash. It just lowers the chances, huh? Not very hard to understand. Marr told the outlet that COVID-19 vaccines do not prevent you from either transmitting it or getting the disease. No, but it makes you much less likely to be hospitalized, die. It makes it less likely that you will transmit it because you get over it faster and you're not a carrier for as long. Dipshit. We know that. That's a fact now. They're just, they just prevent you from dying. Yeah. Oh, they just prevent you from dying? Is that all they do? Well, fuck them, I guess. Let's just not use airbags anymore. No more seatbelts. Because all they do is prevent you from dying. You can still get a car wreck. Why are we even using this shit? Says super genius Bill Maher. They just prevent you from dying, which is a great part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's a great part of it. Let's not undercount that. Uh, Then you're going to immediately undercount that. But if they don't prevent you from transmitting it and they don't prevent you from getting it, why are we still treating this disease the way we always have? Because they prevent you from dying. You just said it. And what the fuck is the use of a booster shot? Oh, my God. Am I taking crazy pills? Am I fucking taking crazy pills? Just what's the use in having your brakes checked? Why put on new brake pads? What's the use in it? You could still have a wreck if you get your brakes fixed. So just try without brakes, folks. It's all good. Because I will never get a booster shot. A good motherfucker. I hope you make the list. Dipshit boomer Bill Maher. And then he had a Barry Weiss on who worked for the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal and uh, got two million views. And this just goes to show you Watch how hard his audience claps for what she says. Bill Maher's audience ain't about shit. They're not, they have no moral standing whatsoever. They would just clap like baboons. Do baboons clap? Like fucking lemons to anything they think Bill Maher wants them to cheer for. So here they are saying, oh, we're done with the pandemic. Sure, like 3,000 people are still dying every day. Sure, it's still a, uh, a deadly plague. It's an incredibly dangerous plague to our elderly and uh, those who are middle copper eyes. But you can just say, I'm done with it, I guess, in the middle of a pandemic. And uh, it's all good. Super cool. Here we go. No. No, I'm, I'm done with COVID. Oh, I'm done. It's yeah. like I, it's not how it I works. went so hard on COVID. I, yeah, I remember. sprayed the Pringles cans that I bought at the grocery store, stripped my clothes off because I thought COVID would be on my clothes. Like, I did it all. I watched Tiger King. I got to the end of Spotify. Like, <laughs> we all did it, right? Yay! No. Yay, we cured COVID because we watched Tiger King. Now we can move on and not worry about it anymore. This is real life, isn't it? No, we didn't all okay, do it. Well, well, here's the thing. A lot, no, of us, a lot of us did do it. And then we were told, you get the vaccine. You get the vaccine and you get back to normal. Yes. If everybody got the vaccine, you would be much, much, much less likely to die and be hospitalized. We wouldn't have as many lockdowns. We wouldn't have as much problem with our hospitals being overwhelmed. Yes. They told the truth which is still true, and the problem is fucking idiots, morons, dipshits, like you are doing right now, caused vaccine hesitancy. And we're still under the threat of this fucking plague because of you goddamn plague rats. Maybe not you, but you're helping. And we haven't gotten back to normal. And it's ridiculous at this point. I wonder why. 
I know that so many of my liberal and progressive friends are with me on this, and they do not want to say it out loud because they are scared to be called anti-vax or to be called science denial or to be, you know, <laughs> smeared as a Trump. Yeah, they're so afraid of uh, the truth. They're terrified of the consequences of their actions. I dare other people tell them what they think about their bullshit. Oh, no. Oh, no. I couldn't possibly take criticism for my stupid opinions, so better keep it to myself. Yeah, dipshit. If you're not strong enough to take the heat, stay out of the fucking kitchen. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you believe the science, you will look at the data that we did not have two years ago, and you will fi find out that cloth masks do not do anything. You will realize that you can show your vaccine passport. Oh, well, that's not true. We know that the, the mask help. I mean, we've seen it. You've seen uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, show the difference in the amount of spittle that travels out of your mouth from the mask, right? Which is how we transmit this disease from person to person. Well, what is she talking about? At a restaurant and still be asymptomatic and carrying Omicron. And you will realize, most importantly, that this is going to be remembered by the younger generation as a catastrophic moral crime. Yeah, it's going to be uh, remembered by the younger generation as you dipshit boomers not being willing to do even the most simplest shit to keep our society safe. Wearing a mask is nothing. It's fucking nothing. Getting a vaccine that's free and easy. You drive up in your car, they jab you. It's nothing. You guys are so spoiled, you whiny piss babies. You won't even do the minimal amount of shit to be good citizens to keep us safe without bitching, crying, and moaning about it and saying, oh, I'm done. This is too much for me. It's literally nothing. Is it really that complicated? Is our society really that destroyed by these very simple measures we've taken to make sure the pandemic doesn't spread? It's not. You're just spoiled, entitled, whiny piss babies. The city of Flint, Michigan, which is 80%, I think, minority students, has just announced indefinite virtual schooling. In the past two years, we've seen among young girls a 51% increase in self-harm. People are killing themselves. They are anxious. They are depressed. Well, if that's true, then we should get fucking vaccinated. And also, like, uh, should we have better mental health care for our society? And also, isn't that a lot caused by social media and the problems that are being caused mentally by social media and the fact that everybody's trying to be happy, but they're actually miserable uh, watching all their friends' lives and comparing themselves to their friends. Do you have any connection that the pandemic is what's causing this to happen? Or are you just pulling this directly out of your stupid fucking ass, Barry Wise? They are lonely. That is why we need to end it more than any inconvenience that it's been to the rest of us. I think... It's, it's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's, it's a, a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's so stupid. Just garbage. And, uh, yep, as you might expect, all the right-wing shitheads coming out of the woodwork to kiss Bill Maher and Barry Weiss's ass. Here's Clay Travis. The most impressive thing about Barry Weiss on last night's Bill Maher is the wild applause after she finishes here. Yeah, that shows you the lemmings that watch Bill Maher. Bill Maher's not even considered a leftist anymore. We abandoned him fucking years ago. He's at best a centrist now who pretty much every single show spouts right wing talking points. It's like showing me a Joe Rogan clip and he's like, hey, look at all the leftists who agree with Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, no, we abandoned Joe Rogan too. bailed out on that motherfucking show real fast. And uh, 
Then the doctor from CNN came out and said, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Barry Weiss is really inconvenienced by the pandemic, and I'm glad she's done with it. But 3,600 Americans died yesterday, and over 860,000 have died in the last two years. Yes, you were told that vaccines would bring us out of this, but 25% of this country refuses to vax. Grow up, but she won't grow up. She's a just a, a privileged twat who does not give a fuck. She's been minorly inconvenienced. And oh, hell no to that. Fucking Karen. And uh, then they made this video. I don't know who did it, but someone made this video pointing out how some people's COVID burnout deserves to be focused on more than others. Some people are burned out because they're whiny entitled piss babies, and some people are burned out because they've watched firsthand and lived through the devastation this pandemic has caused all of us. I'm done. I'm done. With this question? No, I'm, I'm done with COVID. A lot of people are like, I'm done. I, I can't keep doing this because it's going to destroy my own health. Oh, I'm see. done. It's yeah. like, I, I went so hard on COVID. I sat in that room and I held his hand and I listened to 20 people say goodbye to him. Um, and he was just one story out of thousands. I, yeah, I remember. sprayed the Pringles cans that I bought at the grocery store, stripped my clothes off because I thought COVID would be on my clothes. The upside is when they go home. But during this, uh, it's hard to put into words, but they may not be with us anymore. So that's when it all really is let out. Like, I did it all. I watched Tiger King. I got to the end of Spotify. Like, we all did it, right? The worst thing is when we do our ward books in the morning and it's when the amount of RIPs outnumbers the ones that have made it down to the wards. And I think that's when it really kicks in. And they're a lot younger in the first wave, sorry. I remember thinking that could be mum, that could be my aunt, and now I'm thinking that could be me, that could be my brother, my boyfriend. No, we didn't all okay, do well, it. Okay, well, here's the thing. A lot no, of we us, didn't all do it. A lot it. of us did do it. And then we were told, you get the vaccine. You get the vaccine and you get back to normal. I've been an ICU full-time for about seven years. The last two, I have been full-time through the pandemic, picking up overtime when I can. Uh, and burnout has affected me quite close to home. In uh, November and December, I made the decision that I just, for my own mental health, I had to take a step back. And we haven't gotten back to normal. It's just so awful to take care of the parents of, of dependent children who you know that they have a five-year-old or a grade school kid at home or younger. It's, it's awful. And it's ridiculous at this point. Yes. Yes, you are. But at least you're done with it. So COVID cured. Like somebody said in the chat. It's like Tinkerbell. If you stop believing in it, it stops existing. And even Whoopi Goldberg getting in on it. She's so disappointed in Bill Maher. Aren't we all? Take, Take a look. I don't want to live in your paranoid world anymore. Your mass paranoid world. You know, you go out. It's silly now. You know, you have your mask, you have to have a card, you have to have a booster, they scan your head. Like literally nothing. That's n so simple. 
Takes five seconds. What are you whining about? Good God. Like you're a cashier and I'm a bunch of bananas. <laughs> I'm not bananas. You are. God. That's not really funny to no. people who have lost their kids mm, to no. this vaccine or people who have lost family members or dear friends to this. It's, it's just, you know, listen, nobody on the planet really wants to go through this. This is not something we're doing because it's, you know, sexually gratifying. Yeah, no, we're choosing to do it, folks. We're choosing to live through this pandemic. If we would only just close our eyes real tight, stick our head in the sand, it would go away, wouldn't it? Motherfucker sound just like Trump. And uh, anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist Scott McKay. <sighs> Starting to think these people might be violent, crazy shitheads. They've turned doctors and nurses into the enemies now, folks. And they're threatening to murder the heroes on the front lines who are trying to protect us, save our lives, and keep us safe. This is how far they've gone. As I keep getting more information coming in from my friends who are part of the murder machine of any hospital, I'm going to name names, show pictures where I can. These are the nurses, doctors involved in murdering these people, and I'm going to start pushing these people into the public eye, and let's see how they like that battlefield. Wow. It's That's the happen. next move. Look, there's, we can't allow the enemy or anybody to use our virtues against us. That's right. And I don't, obviously, we know that. And that's probably where I was able to overcome any barriers to letting Patriot Street Fighter rip and fly. I don't allow anybody to, you know, the semantics of language or use my virtues against me. This is war. It's going to get bloody and I'm going to get ugly, too. Yeah. Uh, no less ugly than any 1776 preacher that dropped his Bible on the lectern, grabbed his muzzle loader or musket right. and went out and put balls and bullets inside people and, and watched blood flow on a battlefield. That's what they had to do. That's in the name of Christ. It's an evil enemy. Any of the minions, including the doctors and nurses who are part of it, knowingly or unknowingly, that's not for me to sort out. Yep. But they need to know what's coming next. And that's the only other battle that I can see in my future now coming up after what happened to Kirsten W. That's right, folks. Whether you know or not, if you're a doctor or a nurse, we're going to have to kill you in the name of Christ. That's just the way it is. Hey, it's not for me to sort out who's really guilty and innocent. It's just my job to murder you all in Jesus' names for his glory. Got a big old hammer that says truth. It's AmericanFaith.com. Goddamn Christianity. Like, is it me or is Christianity actually getting more evil? I guess it's not. I guess they used to have the Crusades. And they used to just torture people and burn them at the stake. But it seems like it got slightly better, maybe just more on the ground. But now they're just right in your face with, yep, we're going to murder nurses and doctors. Sure. Why not? Show you the love of Christ. God damn it. And uh, folks, told you, told you Joe Rogan was going to become the new darling of the right. Joe Rogan is now given... Uh, well, this is called America Will Win. This is a new uh, anti-mandate rally they had that was advertised on both Joe Rogan's show and Steve Bannon's show. That's what Joe Rogan has become. He's like the new version of Steve Bannon, a more popular Steve Bannon. This is who you're throwing your hat in with, Joe Rogan. Single. And they had this uh, scam doctor out there who... Claims he invented the mRNA vaccine. It's basically like, somebody gave me this analogy. It's a great analogy. 
Like somebody came in and uh, put in one small piece of a 10,000 piece puzzle and then claimed they put the whole puzzle together. That's what this doctor's done in order to try to make a name for himself. Make himself famous by spreading vaccine hesitancy. This is what Joe Rogan pushed. This is what Steve Bannon pushed. Single-handedly helped crack the dam just a week or two ago yes! for Rogan. Yay! And I know you wouldn't be here without the strength of his beautiful wife. So let me introduce So, yep. Anti-vax, anti-mandate, shitheads. Love Joe Rogan. He going full, full hard right. Ain't going to bitch that people consider him a pipeline to the alt-right. Because you are, Joe. You absolutely fucking are. I know you don't give a shit. But it doesn't make it any less true. And the good liars are back. And uh, they're kind of confused by these anti-vaccine people's position. On my body, my choice. Seems like they're not that consistent. Let's have a look. What would... What, what message would you have to women who are considering having an abortion? When, uh, when a woman becomes pregnant, there's two bodies there. It's not one, and it's not my body, my choice. It's care for, care for the child. There's adoption, there's, there's other routes to go. And, uh, what, what, do you, what do you say to people out there that, that um, say that they don't want to get the COVID vaccine? Um, if the my body, my choice works for abortion, why doesn't the same work for the vaccine? You literally just said it doesn't work. If it's my body, it should be my choice of whether or not I want to vac- vaccinate. Hmm. Hmm. Starting to think your position is not very logically consistent there, but uh, Trump supporter, I don't expect any better. And A-Rod Rogers, A-A-Rod, uh, This fucking, I want to call him a loser, but I guess that's not fair because he is a millionaire quarterback for a professional team. So I guess he's a good ball player. I don't watch that boring shit, but he must be pretty good. So uh, apparently he uh, not a fan of Joe Biden. When it came out that he lied about his vaccine status, he was like, I'm not even a Trump supporter. I'm not even political, but they always fucking say this. He's a fucking liar. And we all knew it from the very beginning. We all knew he was a chud ass. So he came out and basically cast doubt on whether Joe Rogan actually legitimately won the presidency, spread these uh, Trump false election claims. Aaron said, when the president of the United States says this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, it's because him and his constituents, which I, I don't know how there are any, if you watch any of his attempts at a public speaking, but I guess he got 81 million votes. Yeah, I guess, folks. That's just an obvious attempt to claim that the election was stolen and Trump obviously won. Tell me you're not fucking political, motherfucker. Then he went on to say, but when you say stuff like that, and then you have the CDC, which how do you even trust them? Yeah, how do you trust the CDC? We should trust real experts like Joe Rogan. Isn't that right, Aaron? But then they come out and talk about 75% of the COVID deaths have at least four comorbidities. Now, what they did was they took a list of 36, 36 people out of millions who were vaccinated and died. And the people that were vaccinated and died had four or more comorbidities, which was to illustrate how 
Unlikely you are to die when you're vaccinated. You have to have multiple comorbidities. They weren't talking about everybody who got COVID and died from it. Only the vaccinated. But uh, I wouldn't expect you to tell the truth. Or to uh, tell the evidence like it actually is there, Aaron. Going to talk about why should we trust them? Trust me. Well, I'm directly putting out misinformation. And you still have this fake White House set. What the fuck are you talking about? And saying... This is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. That's not helping the conversation. Yeah, you're really helping the conversation there, Aaron, by putting out uh, fake information to make people more vaccine hesitant so we can never get past this bullshit. So funny, folks, they started calling him Throw Rogan after he choked and lost his playoff game. And he got roundly made fun of because he was giving an interview on ESPN. You know, one of the largest sports networks in the world. Gave him open mic to say whatever he wanted to for 28 minutes straight. And he complained he was being silenced. Because of fucking course he did. It's what they always do. Say whatever they don't want to at all times and then play the victim. This is what a real victim complex looks like. Aaron Rodgers thinks he is being silenced as he continues to deliver comments to a worldwide leader in sports. The the Packers quarterback used a wide-ranging 28-minute interview with ESPN reporter this week to sound off on various things. I'm being silenced, says QB Aaron Rodgers in a 20-minute phone call with ESPN. Yep, make fun of his ass. Then they posted this to make fun of him. This sounds exactly fucking like him doesn't care about your feelings is that online and in the media conservative voices are being silenced i said this before i said it on my youtube channel conservative voices are being silenced i said it on joe rogan conservative voices are being silenced on the jordan peterson kayak podcast conservative voices are being silenced i said it on tucker carlson and tucker we know conservative voices are being silenced twice actually like i said last time tucker conservative voices are being silenced that is exactly right. And I said it in my New York Times bestseller. Conservative voices are being silenced. It's a point I have to make over and over. Yeah, you know who's been super canceled and can't say anything? Joe Rogan. I mean, yeah, he might have the largest podcast platform in the world where he speaks to 11 million people a week and just say whatever the fuck he wants to at all times, but he can't even say anything anymore. Cancel culture just gotten out of fucking hand, y'all. Goddamn liberals. And finally, oh my corona, Eric Clapton. Dude, talk about Joe Biden having Alzheimer's. Somebody needs to check in on Mr. Clapton. He's seeing conspiracies all over the place. Apparently, he thinks there's uh, subliminal messages in YouTube videos that are causing people to get vaccinated. He said, I thought, what's going on here? I didn't get the memo. Whatever the memo was, it hadn't reached me. Um, then he goes on to say, Clapton told the YouTube channel's host that he then realized that he had, in fact, gotten the memo in the form of a controversial theory espoused by clinical psychologist, Professor Matthias Desmet, who has been promoting the idea that we are all suffering from a mass psychosis when it comes to COVID-19. The theory proposes that messages encouraging people to get vaccinated against COVID-19 and to take other precautions are part of a shadowy attempt to hypnotize the the masses to fall in line. My career had almost gone away at the point where I spoke up. It had been almost 18 months since I kind of been forcibly retired, he told Real Music Observer. And I joined forces with Van. I got the tip 
that Van, to my Van Morrison, was standing up to the measures. And I thought, why isn't anybody else doing this? And we go back. I've known him since we were kids. And I contacted him. What do you think? What's going on? And he said, I'm just objecting, really. But it seems like we're not even allowed to do that. You did. You both did it. You both put up your shitty music. You got lots of people that had your back, that liked it, that bought that shit. What are you talking about? Just always going to fucking play the victim. Anyway, he goes on to say that he thinks there's uh, some little messages brainwashing people to get vaccinated because why not jump on any fucking conspiracy make that bread eric clapton guess you can never be fucking rich enough and all right that's my chud watch let's read the super chats 299 thank you jonathan gordon max carter as a white dude i'm so tired of hearing about joe rogan from other white dudes i used to be a fan circa 2012 2015 but he's been played out Get a new show. Well, he's still got the most popular show, so unfortunately, we still have to cover him. Wish it wasn't so. I just like Bill Maher. So disappointed. Yeah. He's definitely taken a horrible turn. But, you know, that's what they do when they get rich. These uh, privileged old white assholes. They hate the thought of having to pay a dime more in money. And so they just uh, become conservative. It happens time and time again. Glad to see you on SNL the other day. I was on SNL the other day. Let's see. Is this night with white hair? I'm sure. Who was it? All right. I can't play this. Who are we talking about? All right. Oh, you're talking about this character. <laughs> Is that me? Is that what I look like to you guys? Mm. Okay. I can kind of see a little bit. I like this guy, Will Forte. You guys ever seen that show where uh, the last man on earth, where a pandemic hits the earth? This is before COVID. And he's like the last person on earth. Pretty funny show. I like Will Forte. Anyway. Um... All right. Selena says, Dusty, we should all listen to the sage advice of the village idiots. It's a cancel culture club. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to hurt me? Not you, but them a little bit. Not really, though. Not really. Love everybody. Violence is wrong. Thank you, Selena. Appreciate it. More Super Chats if you guys want to. If you're able, hit the like button, fuckos. Do it or I hate you. And next up, got a very, very short religious bullshit. I'm not even going to sing the song. But you know what? It's time for religious bullshit. And first off, on religious bullshit, Christian Hate Patcher, Greg Locke is back. This is from Him at Meta. Him at Meta, whose blog I steal all my religious bullshit from, still ain't started his new blog yet. He said... He was going to start it early January 2022. Here it is, late January 2022. And this lazy motherfucker decided he's going to take a vacation and not do his fucking job so I can steal from him. Fuck you, Hibimata. Get your ass back to work so I can steal. You expect me to do my own fucking shit? Anyway. Here's a hate preacher, Greg Locke, blaming demons for autism. Hell yeah. What year is this again? Do, do not, do not jump up right now and rebuke me for what I'm about to say. On three occasions, we're going to go through all of them, not today, thank God. On three occasions, kids were brought to Jesus. Not of their own will, of their own volition, but by their parents. So much for free will that had epileptic fits, uh-huh. anger issues, okay. outbursts of emotion. Oh, so like you? And because we've called it possession, 
parents refuse to deal with it. Good. Are you telling me my kid's possessed? No, I'm telling you, your kid could be demonized and attacked, but your doctor calls it autism. <laughs> oh, God. Yay! I don't care if you stand or not. I don't care yeah, you if you do. leave or not. Yeah, you do. That's I all tell you, you care there's about. deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ for your children and their children's children. Why didn't help there's you? deliverance in that. Ain't no such diagnosis in the Bible. Physician, heal thyself. Jesus cast out that oppressing spirit, and the child was made whole. Woo! That very hour, the Bible said. That very hour. The Bible also said donkeys talked, and a virgin got pregnant. So, uh, might not want to listen to that bullshit. And as someone who is a little bit autistic, I'm on the spectrum, folks. <laughs> Thank you, demons. Mm, love me some demons. And, uh... Here's a story for what the fuck. Georgia pastor wife charged with false imprisonment after people found in locked basement. Uh-huh. You don't say a Georgia pastor and his wife were arrested on charges of false imprisonment after officials found up to eight people locked in their basement, police said. Curtis Keith Bankston and Sophia Sim Bankston were running the unlicensed group home out of their rented Griffin house under the guise of a church known as the One Step of Faith Second Chance, the Griffin Police Department said in a statement. Griffin Fire last week responded to a call about someone having a seizure at the home and noticed a deadbolt on the basement door, according to police. Crews had to climb through a window to reach the patient. Investigators determined the people in the basement, all with mental or physical disabilities or both, were essentially imprisoned against their will, which created an extreme hazard as the individuals could not exit the residence if there was an emergency. So, of course, they're like, hey, we were just showing them a love of Christ. We're the good guys here. We were just trying to take care of them. Sure, we had to lock them in the basement and take all their social security checks, but it was for Jesus. Yep. Enjoy prison, goddamn ghouls. Holy shit, religion. Just gives people an excuse to be so fucking evil. We have to destroy this bullshit yesterday. Yep, horror movie shit. Fuck everything about that. And that's my short religious bullshit. Let's go ahead and jump into the caring too much section. I don't have a bunch, but I have a few. You know why? Cause... Bitch, you're caring too much. Boom. And first off, on the Karens, did you guys see this one? Holy shit. I don't know if this is new or not. This is new to me. So if you've seen it, don't you goddamn say that's old Dusty. I will jump through this fucking internet and I will slap you in the ball sack. Don't make me. So apparently uh, this basketball team was over in China and the Chinese people learned how to be racist from, I don't know, American internet or television. So uh, this is how they responded to seeing black folks in their country. Welcome to China, black folks. Starting to think they might be a little bit racist. Don't know, don't know. Don't want to tell tales out of schools, but that's my opinion on that. And uh, one more, folks, on the Karen section. Did you guys see this one? So apparently, this guy was at a, uh, I don't know, 
Jamba Juice, where the fuck this place is, and ordered a uh, smoothie and told them, hey, uh, don't put peanut butter in it. And I guess, I don't know, somehow he got cross-contaminated and some peanut butter got in it. And uh, I don't know if it was his kid or one of the kids at his house had an allergic reaction. They had to call an ambulance. And so this genius decides to go into the Jamba Juice, or whatever the fuck it is, and scream racist obscenities at the employees there, none of which he had any idea had till they do with it. They never found out who had anything to do with it. And then uh, tried to barge into the back and steal their phone, because as soon as he saw he was being recorded, he knew he was about to lose his job. Let's watch. No room to yell at us. I want to speak to the fucking person who made this train. Is that you? No, well, it wasn't We don't know me. who made it, so. You don't know who made it? There's four of us here, so we obviously don't know. Fucking stupid, fucking ignorant high school kids. Okay, bye. I want to speak to the fucking Bye. Man. Okay, you can Jim, call corporate whatever you want. Goodbye. Jim, stop. You're on camera. You're on camera. You're on camera. No, I don't care. Give it to me right now. Yeah. What? Oh, I'm calling well, that's the assault. Police. Yeah. I'm calling the Some police. bad life decisions. You just assaulted a teen. I got the fucking telephone now. Right now. Janice, I want the telephone. Shut the fuck up. You shut up. Get out. You can call corporate whatever you want. Bye. You're a fucking idiot. Okay, good for you. Bye. I want the Bye. Bye. Shut up. You shut up. You're not going to tell me to shut up the fuck. Who are you? Who are you? You fucking immigrant loser. Bro, call the police now. So, uh, yeah, he got arrested and fired. What a dumbass. I know why he wanted that phone. He knew what the fuck was going to happen to him. Connecticut man arrested after racist tirade over smoothies, cops say. Yep. Then he immediately lost his fucking job. Said Merrill Lynch. He probably had a good, high-paying job. Imagine just throwing your fucking livelihood away for no fucking reason because you're such a racist piece of shit. You can't control your emotions. But good. Like I always say, I don't believe cancel culture is real. But if it was, it'd be a good thing. Consequences to your actions. It's what everybody should have to face. And all right. Time is it? 9.15. Hell yeah. Let's move on to the next section, folks. It's a little something I like to call. Beyond Parody! which is the whole goddamn show. And first off, I'll be on parody. So uh, you guys might have heard that M&M's has tried to rebrand their M&M characters. Now, it's obvious to me they're only doing this because they want free advertisement. They're doing the same thing Mr. Potato Head did. Nobody gave a shit about Mr. Potato Head. No one said, hey, Mr. Potato Head, you should be more inclusive. No one said that. But they were like, hey, I bet if we changed the packaging and the branding of Mr. Potato Head, we get millions of dollars of free advertisement, and they did. It worked. And so Eminem's is like, hey, I bet if we uh, just minorly change our Eminem's character, people will freak the fuck out. We'll make tons of money in free advertisement. And they did. They did. So apparently uh, they decided to take the brown Eminem's and uh, give her different shoes. And I guess it's another one, of the, whatever the other female, the green Eminem, they decided to give her new shoes. That's all they did. They changed the fucking shoes on the M&M and conservatives freaked the fuck out. 
And this next rant by Tucker Carlson, it's one of the most bizarre things I have ever seen on television, folks. For those of you in other countries who want to know what America's like, this is a literal segment on the number one cable news network in this fucking country. This aired on a news network in America. This is why we're the laughingstock of the whole fucking world. How is this real life right now? The other big change is that the brown M&M has, quote, transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels. Also less sexy. That's progress. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. <laughs> That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equity. That's right, Thanks. folks. I can't believe you guys don't want to fuck these M&Ms anymore. Our society has been ruined by the lack of sexy candy character. I don't know. I don't. And look, the crazy thing is, folks, the M&M is still hot. Like, to me, this is the change. This is the new one. I think the new one's actually hotter than the old one. Because, like, to me, like, I like sexing up good girls a lot more than I like sexing up bad girls, right? That's just me. Because good girls is like, you know, they're like, tee-hee, tee-hee, and then bang, they love it. See? That's my thing. But uh, apparently, uh, Tucker Carlson not into the good girls. He into the uh, bad girls a little bit. So uh, he goes on, folks. This is real. Acknowledge and embrace his anxiety. And actually, if you look at him, the orange M&M does appear very anxious. Maybe he doesn't like all the ugly new shoes he sees around him. Maybe he liked the sexy boots. Maybe the orange M&M is a secret sexist himself. We don't know. We're going to let NPR get to the bottom. I don't know what he's talking about, dude. I'd fuck every one of these M&Ms. I'd bang it out. Come all up in their chocolate guts. Sexy ass M&Ms, Tucker. You prude. Yeah, a shit, just crazy. Just fucking goddamn it. How can this be real life? So uh, unsurprisingly, Tucker Carlson widely mocked after criticizing less sexy M&Ms. And yeah, some people say M&Ms should be an escape from the world, not me. I love that Orange will acknowledge his anxiety. I want Blue to acknowledge his drunk driving arrest. I want Green to shout her abortion. That's right. More realistic candy characters. That's what we need, folks. Hi, I'm Tucker Carlson, and here I discuss the liberal woke agenda with me is Glenn Green Eminem. Does Tucker Carlson know you don't actually have sex with Eminems? Nope. Tucker Carlson, want to fuck his candy. And uh, Tucker Carlson, not the only one getting in on this, folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> another another uh Example of him being mocked. This is actually pretty funny. Woke mob remove Snickers dick vein. Oh, no, you don't. Don't you dare renew, remove Snickers dick vein. I love licking on that dick vein of Snickers. Deep throat and the goddamn chocolatey goodness. Psh, stay away from my Snickers. And uh, the quartering. The quartering in on it because this is their bread and butter. They make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year being upset about the dumbest fucking bullshit. Continuously accusing everybody else of being whiny snowflakes that are triggered by the dumbest shit. Continuously being whiny snowflakes triggered by the dumbest shit. Here's the quartering. Feminist M&M's backfire. Oh, no. Not 
Feminist M&Ms. God. Oh, my God. This country is such a fucking joke, yo. What even is this? And it wasn't just Tucker Carlson. Even Rolling Stones getting in on the stupidity. With this article, let the green M&M be a nasty little slut. To which they finish up by saying, the green M&M has spent decades building her brand as a horny, sexy bitch. And for what? For her creators to give her Larry David footwear in the name of feminism? For Mars Wrigley to give themselves pat on the back and a big fucking raises at the next corporate retreat in Palo Alto? Guess what? The green M&M is a feminist and she is a dirty slut. We are real and we exist and we refuse to tolerate this disgusting attempt at erasure. We are given so little and we have tolerated so much. Let the green M&M keep her go-go boots. Let her get black out and suck dick in the bathroom of Acme on a Wednesday. This is what we want. This is what we deserve. This is what she deserves. And I'm on board with Rolling Stones. Let that green M&M suck some dick. I want to see the green M&M in a glory hole. Nothing but black dick. That's how progressive I am. Just giant black dick. Sucked by M&Ms all day long. That's the future liberals want. Be afraid. Be afraid, conservatives. I know. Slut shaming. Why be slut shaming the M&Ms? Hell no. Let her be a slut as she wants to be. I bet she melts in my mouth and in my hands. And folks, you know who Patriot Front is? Patriot Front is the white supremacist group that pretends they're not white supremacists. They're the group that was like, Jews will not replace us. All their little goofy khaki shorts with their goddamn uh, tiki torches. Well, uh, that was given a interview or doing a fucking video or some shit. And they're like, we're not racist. And then as soon as they think the video's over, here's what they say. Starting to think they might be full of shit a little bit. Life, liberty, victory. Life, liberty, victory. Want to check it out? Damn, That's son, that take. might be a cut. That's yeah. a good take right there. Sieg fucking high. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it's over. Yay! Yay, Sieg how? We're not racist. We're not white supremacists. But Hitler, nothing wrong. God damn it. Caught ya. Caught you there, Patriot Front. Who's shocked? Raise your hand. Everybody with their hand down. Nobody's fucking shocked. And uh, the good liars, once again, love me some good liars. Speaking of Beyond Parody, they went out and they talked to some of these women at the March for Life who are all pro-choice. They don't want any abortions, folks. I mean, sure, that means millions upon millions of extra babies every year are going to be born. And uh, we know because there are so many babies right now and so many children who are not adopted. The orphanages are full of them. There's way too many babies. But somehow these people believe that all these babies, these millions and millions of babies are not aborted, will be adopted somehow because they live in a fairy tale land, but uh, not going to be adopted by them because they don't practice what they preach. I, I saw the sign, choose adoption. Yeah. And, and how, many, how many children have you adopted? Not able to adopt. <laughs> I'd love to adopt. We weren't able to adopt. Uh huh. Why not? And how many children have you adopted? None. None. We just, this I have two of my own. Yeah. yeah. And how many children? How many children have you adopted? None. None. <laughs> and how many? And how many children have you adopted? I have two of my own. Yeah. But so you've adopted? I have two of my own. But you haven't adopted. Okay. The message. Okay. Just the message, folks. Just you do it. You do it. I'm sure that these millions of babies will get adopted and not live a hellish existence in our uh, 
foster system or, you know, in the orphanage or whatnot, but don't expect me to do it. I have my own kids. Fuck them. Once they're born, we no longer give a shit about them. That's conservatism 101 right there. And, uh, oh, folks, I kind of feel sorry for him a little bit, but kind of not. As you guys may have heard, uh, Bitcoin and all the other cryptocurrencies are crashing. Who could have possibly seen this coming? But the sad part is people are losing their life savings. Here's one fellow who posted, how do I tell my wife our life savings are gone? Um, go out for a pack of cigarettes, never come out, never come back. I'm pretty sure she's better off without you. I threw in almost 90% of our joint savings without telling her. Hmm. Think you might have some problems there, dude. Into Dodge at 0.40, expecting it to hit a dollar. I didn't realize that it was at a $50 billion MCAP when it was at 40 cents. I was just following the hype and what I was seeing on TikTok. I'm sick to my stomach now. I bet all the people that listen to Matt Damon and his little cryptocurrency commercial, Fortune favors the bold. He did that commercial right when it was at its peak about to crash. Matt Damon, you sack of shit. You cost people their life fucking savings. God damn it, bud. Folks, there are a lot of people that will make money in crypto. But it's probably not you. It's a Ponzi scheme. And uh, it's gambling. So gamble if you want to, but realize it's fucking gambling. You'd probably be better off going to the casino and putting your money on the roulette wheel. But oh well, fools their money. Soon parted. And you motherfuckers are losing not only your life savings, but probably your families over this bullshit. So, good luck, idiots. And holy shit. Speaking of Beyond Parody, I know this is not even a... Oh, this is the Beyond Parody segment. This is perfect for the Beyond Parody segment. Did you guys see this one? This is this is real, folks. This is a real school board meeting. This lady got up and espoused her theory on how the high schools are now teaching and treating furries? Let's see if she knows what the fuck she's talking about. Prepared to read regarding um, the test to stay program and how unconstitutional it is. But I need to address something else, not just to you as the board, um, but to parents and grandparents and taxpayers in our community. That'll be good. Uh, still wrapping my brain around this a little bit, but... Uh -huh. um, Yesterday, I heard something, um, and I was stunned. And uh -huh. today, I am equally stunned and a little bit upset. Well, mm -hmm. not a little bit, a lot of bit upset. Furious. She's I, furious. I wouldn't use that word. But um, I want to talk to about the fact that, and I know this is going on nationwide, so it is not just for your, for this board, but our community needs to understand that the agenda that is being pushed through our schools is... Um, just my opinion, but somewhat nefarious when it comes to some of the um, activities. So let's talk about fury, furries. <laughs> it was addressed by a child uh, a couple months ago that they are put in an environment where there are kids that, are, that identify as a furry, a cat or a dog, whatever. And so yesterday I heard that at least one of our schools in our town has a, in one of the unisex bathrooms a litter box for the kids that identify as cats. 
And um, I am really disturbed by that. And I, I will do some more investigation on that. I know it's going on nationwide. It's I know it, nationwide. it's part of the agenda that's being pushed. I don't, I don't even want to understand it. Oh, I know you but don't. Why would you understand? I'm aware of it because I am really upset as a parent upset. that my child is put in an environment like that. And, um, you know, I'm all for creativity and imagination. Uh -huh. but when someone you got a great imagination. World and expects other people to go along with it, I have a problem with Yeah, that. when somebody else lives in a fantasy world and believes incredibly insane bullshit that couldn't possibly be true, she has a problem with it. Oh, my fucking God. So, like, yeah, obviously, this is not true, folks. There is not a fucking litter box for furries in a unisex bathroom at the goddamn high school and junior highs, litter boxes, litter boxes for students who identify as furries, and not so, say school officials, like the school officials didn't even have to come out and tell us this wasn't happening, common goddamn sense would tell you this is not fucking happening, holy fucking shit, beyond parody, this can't be real, I know, right, but it is, it's real, it's America, folks, it's embarrassing, 24-7, all the goddamn time, and it gets even worse, folks, this is someone actually running for office. They haven't removed this yet. This is co-chair Michonne Maddock, a conservative running for political office, reposted what this woman just said with the text, kids who identify as furries get a litter box in the school bathroom. Parent heroes will take back our schools. Yeah. Isn't this totally true, folks? We need Hero Parish to stop this insanity. And of course, she'll probably get tons of votes from idiots thinking this is fucking real because they do not live in any goddamn version of reality whatsoever. Just the gullible, most gullible, biggest idiots on the fucking planet. It's wild. Holy shit. And all right. That's my Beyond Parody section. Let's read the Super Chats real quick. Hit the like button, fuckos. We got over a thousand people watching. God damn it. Less than half of you, a little more than half of you. I guess a little more than half of you are human beings. The rest of you, gutter trash. For the furries, $4.99. Thank you, Selene. Appreciate it. Google D20. Tell a anti-vaxxer that rolling a 20 is a 5% chance like dying from COVID. Then watch them hit the roll button in hard, realizing how easy it is. Cheers. Hey, that's a good way to do it. Scare the shit out of them until they get vaccinated. MTD. I smell, S I smell sex and candy. I smell sex and candy. Yeah. Who's that lounging in my chair? Who's that casting devious stares in my direction? And maybe this must be a dream. I know that's not the words. Uh, super Chat Urban Mass says, A super chat on behalf of my girlfriend. She says you're the highlight of her Monday. She has excellent taste. Tell your girlfriend, I said, What's up, baby? Thanks. Well, I'm going, gonna be replaced at least. It's not by a child. I know, right? I would never take your girl from you, Urban Mass. How could I compete? Ever going to wear a curved bill hat again? Why? I have this glorious fucking hair that I paid for. Why the fuck would I cover it up? Thank you, piss bucket. Max Carter, Tucker Carlson always sounds like he's talking to an audience of children uh, because he has mental children anyway. Stupid sexy candies. I know. Stupid sexy Flanders. Heal thyself. I know. Physicians do it. But the religious BS songs are my favorite. Well, tell that to him at Meta. As soon as his ass comes back, there'll be a bigger religious bullshit section and I'll do it. Here's some of my daddy's hard on money, Dusty. Tell your daddy I said what's up too. I don't discriminate. What's up, daddy? From one daddy to another. All right. Anything else? Rough Road, give me $3. Thank you, Rough Roads. And Brenda Kuve, $10 New Zealand. Hell yeah. I'll take your funny money, Brenda. How you doing? 
Like, seriously, Dusty has a great voice. Yeah, my voice is like a carnival barker. I have to do it that way, folks. I have no choice. Otherwise, it'd be too depressing and nobody would listen. I wouldn't blame you. All right, let's continue on, folks. Got a very, very tiny hero section. And in the immortal words of Billy Idol, we could be heroes for just one day. Yeah, love me some Billy Idol. <laughs> Running joke, assholes. Get with the program. First off on uh, the heroes list, you guys hear about the number one most successful woman's champion in Jeopardy history. Apparently, a lot of uh, turfs are angry because it's a trans woman. I don't know why. What do you guys think? That uh, men are smarter than women and so it's unfair for a trans woman to compete? Is that what you turfs think? That's the kind of stupid arguments they give. But anyway, she seems pretty cool. And I thought I'd read you guys uh, part of what she said about being trans. I found it very inspirational. She's earned like uh, $1.2 million, had 37 consecutive winning games as of Thursday. Of course, uh, it's pre-recorded, so we don't know exactly how long it's going to be before she gets beat. But um, question, you said in an interview that you identify as a trans woman, that your identity as a trans woman was important, but at the same time, not that important. Can you parse that a little? To which she responds, well, this is my life, you know. I'm trans all the time. I'm never not trans. And because of that, it's not something I think about very much because I'd be doing nothing else but thinking about it. But beyond that, I've come to realize how much of the hostility that's out there in the world really comes from a place of ignorance. In the sense of not knowing what trans people really are and think of them as weird and freaks. I understand that because I was raised in the same society that everyone else was. I thought trans people were weird when I was growing up. So I think the biggest thing I can do now is just not be weird. Just be a normal person like all trans people are and then show people that that's all this is. I'm just out here being a person and exactly, you know, trans people are just people. She's out there just living her life, not worrying about it, showing everybody that despite what you think, they're just normal people like you are. They have the same problems, the same dreams, the same hopes that you do, and they deserve the same respect that you do. So uh, good on you. What was her name? Her name is... It's in her somewhere. Amy Schneider, 41. So uh, good on you, Amy Schneider. Good to see some positive trans role models. On national television. Nothing but good come up, in my opinion. And one more on that. Oh, I got two more on the heroes. What? Next up, Biden. I didn't know where else to put Biden, but Biden made the heroes. You guys might have seen this one already. This went super viral already. But uh, you guys know who Steve Douchey is? He's that fucking moron uh, or a reporter, conservative dipshit who's always asking incredibly stupid fucking questions, gotcha questions. At the president and at uh, the spokesperson for the White House. Well, anyway, apparently Biden got caught on hot mic calling the guy a stupid son of a bitch. And uh, you ain't never lied, Biden. So apparently the guy's basically screaming at Biden. Hey, uh, do you think inflation is going to be a problem in your reelection? I mean, obviously, inflation, no good. Inflation, bad. What the fuck kind of question is that? A dumb one. This is how Biden responded to it. That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. 
<laughs> what a stupid son of a bitch. And of course, Republicans are going to feign outrage. <gasps> These same people that love Trump when he was continuously bombarding reporters with, that was such a stupid question. You're a moron. They loved it when he did it. But they're going to be like, oh my God, where's the civility? When it comes to Biden. But you know what? Fuck your feelings. That sound familiar, dipshits? And last up, on the hero section, Neil Young fighting back against Toe Rogan. He's sick and tired of uh, Spotify helping anti-vax misinformation to spread, which is going to get people killed. Probably already has gotten tons of people killed. And he put out a release that said, hey, take my fucking music down from Spotify. I don't want to be associated with your company anymore. It's either me or Joe Rogan. And if you're going to pick Joe Rogan or me, take my music down. And uh, obviously, they're going to take his music down. They already paid Joe Rogan $100 million. They don't give a fuck about you, Neil Young. He is their golden boy. Spotify does not give a shit how many people they kill. All they care about is that bottom line like every corporation does. Or, you know, as conservatives call it, communism. Isn't that what it is when private companies do what they want to with their own platforms? It's communism, folks, but get on you, Neil Young. I'm glad that you're the uh, the anti-Eric Clapton. You actually stepped up, put your money where your mouth is. Of course, it's not that much money because Spotify don't pay fucking shit. I've never made a penny from Spotify. And uh, they got tons of my videos up there, tons of my uh, podcast. So, uh, cool, cool, cool. Hero, Neil Young, live forever, dude. And that's my hero section. Okay, going to do the super chats real quick. And then I'm going to do a very, very, very short Meet the Victims. I already have like four Meet the Victims videos I haven't edited. And there's a reason I'm not editing them, folks. It's because like, I don't know. I don't want to be known as the guy that primarily is known for doing Meet the Victims videos, making fun of anti-backers who died. I mean, it's okay section to do every once in a while. I already, did, like, I already edited like 13 videos of it, but it's depressing for me, to be honest with you. I know people like it, but there's only so much of this shit I can handle. So I, I'm just going to do like four quick ones at the end of shows every once in a while. And, the guy, and those of you who love this section can just watch the fucking live shows for it. Maybe that'll be uh, encouragement for you to tune in live. But before I do that, let's read the Super Chats real quick. How about you can't say gay in Florida school as per DeSantis? I'm not surprised. Fascist gonna fascist. They're for free speech, y'all. But don't say what we don't want you to say. I hit the like button, but still hate myself. Hey, well, you shouldn't hate yourself for that because you did good. Rough Road, 10 dollars. Thank you, Rough Road. You rock. You used to give me anxiety attacks. Why did I used to give you anxiety attacks? You probably deserve it. Thank you, L-O-P-C-N-C. All right. Last chance to get your super chats. Last chance to hit the like button. Last chance to help a brother out if you want to because we're going to finish up the show with a little section I like to call Bow Chicka Wow Wow Call It also known as Meet the Victims, where we take a look at conservatives who spread anti-vax memes and then died of COVID. Meet Barry Bonetta. Be- meet Barry Benedetta, 62, Franklin, North Carolina. So you guys remember the band from the 80s known as Cinderella? Remember there was a hair band in the 80s named Cinderella? That was pretty cool. Well, apparently he was a guitarist on their award-winning album. Barry's Beninetta, never heard of him, uh, but apparently he turned into a Christian musician. Hmm, shocker. And also shocker, he was an anti-vaxxer. Oh, goody. Wonder how this one's going to end. So he posted a bunch of shit about Jesus. 
Like, don't worry about the Delta. We have the Alpha and Omega. <laughs> well, you went to meet him. You should have worried about the Delta, dude. He posted, God has already prepared the way. He's just preparing you. Well, you know who prepared you? The mortician. They drained your body and replaced it with embalming fluid. Nothing can stop God's plan for your life. And nothing can stop coronavirus's plan for your death. He posted, fully unvaccinated. Yep, and fully unalive. He posted, you are not making us live in fear, but you are really starting to piss us off. That's exactly what they did, dude. They made you live in extreme fear of the vaccine, which is free and easy to get what would have saved your life. You were so afraid. You literally gave your life because you were so afraid. That's the sad and crazy part. Do I look like I'm going to comply? No, you look like you're going to die. We will not comply. Oh, good. Don't comply. Just be dead for eternity. You have that right. <laughs> then he posted, oh, no, transhumanism. Don't you know the vaccine is going to turn you into a robot or some shit? To which he responds, this is not false information. Facebook fact checkers are communist truth suppressors. That's right. Unlike me, a super truth teller who's warning all of you that you're going to become a human 2.0. Like you make it sound so cool. I wish that were true. Sign me the fuck up. I want to be a transhuman. And then uh, he posted, when your intentions are pure, you don't lose anyone. People lose you. Foreshadowing. Everybody lost you, Barry. And of course, he posted uh, Mike Lindell Cyber Symposium $5 million challenge. That's right, folks. It was stolen. And he posted. Oh, no, then he died. That's right. Before he died, of course, they always do the same thing. They need uh, financial help. We didn't have good enough insurance, folks. Of course, we're the same ones that railed against universal health care and called that communism. And we're the one that didn't take the free vaccine that would have saved their life. But now that we're sick as fucking dying, please give us money. Financial help for Barry and Tish Debonetta. However you pronounce it. Deben, Debonetta? However the fuck you pronounce your name. So we need prayers, folks. We need money. He's going to die if we don't get prayers and money. And yeah, he died anyway. <sighs> when I made this GoFundMe page yesterday, I did not know that he would be gone today. Barry passed away at 1.30 a.m. with Tish and his son, Brandon, at his side. Thank you for your prayers and donations. They were so effective. There is a need for financial help now for the memorial and funeral. Please share this page. Yay. Yay, we wouldn't do the very minimum we could to save our lives or not be a burden on the healthcare system. But now that we need you, please give us money. Nope, not going to do it. I feel bad for you, but you should have taken the vax. Should have wore the mask because Barry Benedetta, 62, deleted, belly up. Meet Kelly Cannon, 62, Arlington, Texas, who posted... 40 years of research, no vaccine for HIV. The funny thing about that is because of the success of the COVID-19 vaccine, they are actually creating an HIV vaccine based off the technology now. So good. No vaccine for the common cold, no vaccine for cancer after 100 years of research. They're actually trying to make vaccines for cancer right now. And there is like a vaccine for uh, cervical cancer. Might have, might, might have heard about that. Uh, mysterious virus shows up vaccine in one year interesting yeah it's great it's great that science has reached the point where we can have vaccines very quickly to help us stem the tide of a very deadly pandemic except for you kelly who was too dumb to take it 
She posted, the party that told us in 2006 the world was going to end in 10 years due to global warming is now trying to lecture us on misinformation. Did they tell you the world was going to completely end in 10 years? Or did they tell you in 10 years it was going to be too late to change things? To stem the tide of man-made global warming. I think that's what they might have told us, folks. And we're pretty much reaching that point. Might have should have listened, but you can't listen to anything on account of death now, Kelly. Uh, Let's see what else she posted. Oh, yeah. She loved telling people to fuck off. She posted this message from Vice President Kamala Harris. This Delta variant is no joke. To which she says, Kyla F all the F and way off. You're the joke. (laughs) Ha ha, yeah, you're the joke. Living human being, Kamala Harris. Unlike dead Kelly Cannon, who's uh, totally not to be made fun of in any way. She posted, mass non-compliance is the only way to end this. And by this, she means her life. And uh, you got that one right there. You got it right on the goddamn nail there, Kelly Cannon. And uh, she posted, there are no TV commercials for the jab in the U.S. because by law, they have to list the side effects. Fact check that. Uh, No, thanks. Let's see what else she posted. Oh, yeah. She posted, had a close call. On the Rona this weekend, as I'm driving home from my beach vacay, I started getting a scratchy throat. Close call, but don't worry. I don't have the Rona. I'm healthy as a horse. A dead horse in the glue factory. She posted, my employer has laid down the gauntlet. Mandatory jazz by December 8th. I've got two outs, medical and religious. I'm going to go with both. I will not comply. Good. Don't. You're going to own the liberals, aren't you? Let's see. uh, She posted, good news. My employer has granted my religious exemption request. No jabby jabby for me. Praise God. Oh, goody. I don't have to take the life-saving jab so I can die in a brutal, horrible way in terror. Gasping for my last breath. Thank you, God. God is good indeed. Then she posted, of course, Peter, Dr. Peter McCullough, every goddamn quack she could possibly post, all the misinformation. Um, and uh, somebody says, this is her. Looks like her. Let's have a listen. My friend told me about a home COVID test. I'm going to share it with you, so follow along. It could save your life. Open a can of beer. Now what you do is you smell it and then you taste it. If you can smell it and taste it, you don't have COVID-19. Last night, I did this test 19 times. They all came back negative. Tonight, I'm gonna do the test again because I woke up with a headache and I'm afraid I might be coming down with something. Grim shit, folks. Grim shit. Not sure that test actually works there, Kayla Cannon. But uh, did get you drunk, so maybe at least you died happy. That's good, because the next thing you know, Arlington, Texas. A well-known conservative activist in Arlington, Texas, who peddled COVID-19 vaccine misinformation has died of complications caused by the, caused by the virus. Just a few weeks after attending a symposium against the shot. This is the same symposium that several other people that I featured in the Meet the Victim section died from. They had a plague rat convention where they all got around each other, gave each other the disease, and died to own the libs. Holy shit. 
I mean, it is Darwinian. And in a way, they are making the average IQ of the populace higher by killing each other off. So that's sort of good, but it is depressing. But folks, learn from your mistakes. Stay away from the playgrounds because Kelly Cannon, 62, deleted, belly up. Meet Laura Pepper. Meet Laura Pepper Allen, 57, Lima, Ohio, who posted SARS-CoV-2 vaccine controlled group. Must not be vaccinated. God dare you to try to save my life. Fuck all y'all. And uh, who posted this year, I saw my grandson take his first steps. This is so grim. Attended my son's engagement party. Had countless drinks and cigars with friends I love. If I get the woo flu and die, that's sad. But if I'd locked down and missed these things, would I have even lived? Have courage now and let it go. That's right, folks. Go hang out, playgrats. Get the disease and die. I mean, sure, you could have lived and had another 30 years of the experiences with your grandson. You could have watched him grow up. Could have watched him graduate. Could have hung out with friends so many more times. But instead... Uh, You chose instant gratification. You chose to live in the now and not be safe and secure, and you died brutally because of it. Bad choice there. She posted fully unvaccinated and fully dead. Posted every quack doctor. Of course, the doctor that was on Joe Rogan. She loves him. Joe Rogan out here getting people killed. And uh, the next thing, you know, this message is written by Laura's son. It is with heavy heart that I let anyone my mother knew know that Laura Pepper Allen has passed away on Friday, January 14th, following a week-long hospitalization due to COVID. (sighs) This is another reason I don't do this thing over and over again, because so many of the memes that they spread, like the vast majority of people that die on this website, sorry, anti-vaxxers, they're all spreading the same memes over and over again. And I want to show you guys the same memes over and over again. It's sad that there's such a small amount of memes that are killing all these people, that are brainwashing all these people. You want to talk about mass psychosis? There is no better example than these motherfuckers. Because Laura Pepper Allen, 57, belly up! And last, on tonight's episode of Meet the Victims slash COVID Porn, meet... Michael Ribadale, 68. He was a gay man, also a Trump supporter. He posted a picture of Trump with the LGBTs for Trump flag, to which he says, we're gay, not stupid. To which it says, new poll shows 45% of LGBTs backing Trump. Well, you must be stupid to believe that, dude. I mean, you're not stupid anymore. You're nothing now because you're dead as shit. But you must be stupid to have believed that. Because the real number is like 14%. There's no way 45% of gay people are supporting a Trump. They post all the same shit. Dr. Fauci is Buffalo Bill for Silence of the Lambs. Um, the one where the reaper of death is coming to the house of the people who are fully vaccinated. Even though you're 11 or 17 more times more likely to die if you're unvaccinated. Just wrong in every fucking possible way. He posted, if the virus is so deadly and contagious, why aren't there biohazard bins for masks and gloves? Uh, Because it spread through droplets of spittle and stuff in the atmosphere, not really through contact on surfaces. There's your answer. It's a very simple answer to that one. He posted, this woman carrying an umbrella in the rain, and she says, hey, stupid, 
If you don't use your umbrella, mine won't work. <laughs> Isn't that exactly the same thing as a vaccination? He posted, why I won't be getting the vax. For more than five years, I have watched the media lie to me about everything. Where do I start? They told us Trump would destroy the economy. He's the only president in modern times to leave office with a higher unemployment rate than when he took office. Just like Bush did, we were in an incredible downturn when Trump left office. His spending and ballooned the deficit larger than any president has ever done. And every metric whatsoever, Trump was bad for the fucking economy. You might have should have listened a little bit. They lied about the polls. They didn't lie about the polls. The polls were within the margin of error, which is how polls work exactly. Uh, they lied about collusion with Russia, which has been proven. They lied about quid pro quo, which was proven. They helped the corrupt dim steal a presidential election. Uh, they didn't know evidence of that whatsoever. Blah, 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 blah. He believes every conspiracy theory in the book, and he's going to let that be an excuse not to be vaccinated and to die brutally and horribly. And then the next thing you know, I'm asking for prayers of comfort and peace for Michael Ribodeau's family and friends, especially my brother Monty, partner for 36 years. Michael lost his battle with COVID this morning. I'm at a loss for words today. I got a couple. Bing bong. But I do pray that we all do. But I do pray that we all do all we can to protect ourselves from this horrible disease. Oh, yep. Unlike him, you could have easily protect yourself by being vaccinated. And uh, bonus track, this is Michael's sister's Pat. Her Facebook page got scrubbed by someone in her family. She's exposing friends to extremist comment content. You can see the resemblance of Michael. Yeah, they do look similar. Her Dr. Heather has something to say about her passing. She also died. Brother and sister dying of the same bullshit, same means, killing them all. This is Heather, Pat's daughter. She is gone. Mom passed away on Thursday night at 8.57 p.m. at Virtual Hospital. She was willfully unvaccinated and died of COVID. The hospitals in New Jersey are on lockdown with no visitation allowed, so she died alone. It was not a good death. She remained in denial until the very end, initially refusing treatment because of misinformation on Facebook, refusing the ventilator, demanding that the oxygen readings were wrong. She suffered in a hospital bed alone, wearing mittens tied to the bed so she could not rip her oxygen off while a face mask forced tornado-like air in her face nonstop. My strong, amazing mother was rendered powerless in the face of her own mortality, all because she did not get a simple shot in the arm. She was only 70. She was healthy. Like some of you, she took vitamins and she believed that her God was protecting her from the virus. Now she is gone. Her unvaccinated brother is gone. Everything is not a conspiracy. Learn from Michael and Pat's mistakes and value your own life enough to give yourself a fighting chance against this virus. I tried everything for the past 18 months to convince her to get the shot, but she loved her misguided beliefs more than she loved her life. For her sake, I hope that heaven is real and that she is with her father, Larry, and brother Mike right now. That makes me want to cry. Because it's clear her daughter loved her very much. And it's clear her daughter did everything to, to save her mom's life. And it's just so stupid that these fucking memes on Facebook, this fucking misinformation that people like Joe goddamn Rogan are spreading, they're killing these people. And it's hard to feel sorry for them. We, we joke all the time and say we just, we just tested negative for sympathy. 
but their family seem like really good people and they're hurting because of this fucking propaganda bullshit. And these people are real. No, it's easy to just pretend like they're not real. They're just make-believe characters on the internet, but they're real human beings who are suffering and dying because of this fucking stupid bullshit. And that's why it's hard for me to do this segment. That's why I can't do it every fucking week. I just can't handle this shit. But folks, please learn from these people's mistake. Because Michael Robidaire, however you pronounce his name, and both his sister, deleted. Belly up. And all right, folks, that's my fucking show tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Kyle Rap becoming a new us, buddy. Thank you, Kyle Rap. Appreciate it. Please hit the like button before you guys go. It's the least you can do to help me out. Shocking, scary, furry here. Coming for your kids. You better stay out of the goddamn bathrooms. If I see a litter box in the fucking bathroom, I'm shitting in it. You got to clean that out. You don't want to clean my shit out. Believe me. Stole my house and finally moved. Let me know how to donate sans fees. Hey, Fork. When you coming back? Come back to play with us, Fork. You got to hit level 60 and PVP with us. Urban Mosque, $5 from me. This time for the Meet the Victims Cope. It could be its own hour-long live stream at this point. It could, but I can't do it. It's too depressing, but thank you. How about you? I already read that. All right, cool. Folks, love the shit out of you. Thank you for joining me tonight. As always, I'll be back Friday for a brand new episode of the greatest show in the history of fucking mankind. Be sure to tell your friends. Be sure to like the video. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to share my bullshit everywhere because I deserve it. And become a patron. Patreon.com for this podcast. There's a link in the description of the video. Dollar to a month, whatever you can afford, it all adds up. I really appreciate it. It really helps. I will see you guys Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. We do it every week. Come watch us live because chatting with this amazing audience is most of the fun. I love the shit out of you guys. You guys make this show so fun to do, even though it's really fucking depressing. You guys have a good week. Go get your boosters. Go get vaccinated if you ain't. I'll see you guys Friday. Have a good one. As always, till next time, Logic! Fuck yes! Thank you, Christine Fredrickson. I appreciate it. I saw you gave me. And Lib Ohio is pronounced like lima bean. All right. I'm bad at pronunciation. Talking's hard. Dusty, if we actually do live in an AR control simulation, what do you think is our true nature from form in the real world? I have no idea. We might not have a real form. We might just be like uh, electricity inside some kind of machine. Kyle Rap, give me dust, buddy. Fuck yeah, Kyle Rap. Uh, you rock, Dusty. You rock, Brian. Good to see you tonight. And $25 cow wrap. Love you, Dusty. Love you, cow. Way to get it at the last moment. Help me out. Appreciate you, hero. See you guys soon. Love the shit out of you. We're going to play a little Experience Machine, an original song by Dusty Smith, available on my SoundCloud. All my shows are available in audio on my SoundCloud account. Go! Thank you, Rough Road. Tissues in your honor.
Thank you, Edgar Hampus. I see you. 